Father, we give you the praise this morning. We worship you. We honor you. We want more of you, Lord. You created the heavens and the earth by your great power, and nothing, nothing is too difficult for you, Jesus. And so we worship you and honor you with our hearts and our lives and all that we have within us. We give you the praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated this morning. We're going to continue in a spirit of worship. So I, I get your rest now because we want to continue to worship the Lord. Just give him the highest praise. We're going to do some more music than we normally have done. But just, just a reminder again, online or even here, if you want to connect with us, there's connect cards here. There's a connect button online. There's a giving button online, and you can use the envelopes to give. Uh, last week, we were honoring our graduates. There was one important graduate that wasn't here, and uh, we wanted to take the time. Oh, actually, uh, so you have some cards, some prayer. It, it's an informational card. I've been talking about this. We're talking about the spirit of revival in our cities. It's not going to happen in just one moment. It's not going to happen just because uh, we have prayer invite cards. But it's going to happen as we continue, continually seek God. As we continually call upon His name. As we continue to value prayer. And so this summer, as we did last summer, I want us to come together for prayer. The whole family. The whole family. The second and fourth Wednesdays in June, July, and August. And we have um, a new series called 24-7 Disciple. So hopefully that will remind you, 24th, second and fourth Wednesdays. And there, there's the date. So we're, we're going to go ahead and add the August date uh, as you're planning that. I know we don't have that up there, the fourth. And we'll remind you. That would be great. Thank you, Uncle. And... There's your invite cards to um, just so that you have them there, and you can take those. It says the second and fourth Wednesday. We're going to come here. We're going to worship with our kids. We're going to show our kids how it is that they should worship God. We're going to pray with our kids, and then we're going to have you go into groups. It's going to be so good. So make it a priority this summer. Uh, and I've shared this with the LC before. Some of you might say, well, why don't you just do it every week? Because you know what? I believe God can move when you're in the grocery store. I believe God can move when you're taking your kids to soccer practice. I believe God can move when you're inviting your friend over for a barbecue. I believe God can move anywhere and any place at any time. I believe God wants to move. And I believe I value our time together, so we do need to come together. But I value you being out in the community and letting God speak through you as we pray together. And then you're out there at the parks and you're out there on vacation. Let the Spirit of God move through you. So that's just as important to me. We're, we're the church. Did you know that? You're the church. This building is just a building. And this building is important, but the most important building is you. So Jesus goes wherever you go. And so just know that that's a value of mine. I try to stay balanced in life, but most importantly, wherever you go, God is going. So those are those dates. And then I mentioned already, there was a graduate that wasn't with us last week. Joshua Stoops was our intern, so it kind of worked out that he wasn't here because there was just, he gave of his time, and some of you have met him, maybe most of you have not, but he graduated, and there you have it from Aurora University, and we're so, congratulations, Josh. He was our intern this past, uh, this, during his 
last semester, so he gave a lot of his time. And yeah, it, it's fulfilled some credit, but he gave above and beyond just to have it on his. He, he put his all into it, and we thank him uh, for that. I want to uh, share a scripture verse with you. I, I wanted to finish up a sermon from last Sunday, but we'll see if I get to that because this is what was on my heart. This is kind of explains what I was sharing last week, gives you a little bit more background. If you recall, I was sharing about the seed and that Jesus was teaching the people the importance of the seed. He didn't talk about gold and he didn't talk about swords. He didn't say, this is what you're going to, this is how we're going to overcome this Roman Empire. He said, here, this is how we're going to do it. I want you to take a seed. And there was another principle that I didn't share with you last week that I want to present to you, and this might be the only thing I do today. But in John chapter 8, verse 34, let me read these verses to you. It says, this, Jesus is, in these verses is dealing with the real problem. I shared with you there was an issue in the Israelites' heart. There was an issue. They wanted the gold. They wanted the swords. They wanted the army. And Jesus, he said, no, I'm going to be born in a manger. And I know you're lining up to see miracles, and you're lining up to see, uh, to get a, a meal. You're lining up to see what I'm going to do today. But as you're lining up, I'm going to give you a seed. That's what you get. You get a seed. And until you learn to value the seed, you're not going to truly experience these miracles and understand what these miracles are all about. We sang that all things are possible. And in people's minds, we start thinking, okay, well, then everybody should be healed. And everybody's going to get what they want. And it's, no, 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 you're missing the point. When we sing about all things are possible, we're singing that we can come into the presence of God. We're singing about knowing Jesus Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith. We're singing about the seed, the, the word of God that's been preserved for over 6,000 years. This is the all things possible song that we're singing. It's the Word of God. And until you value the Word of God, until you value the presence of God, until you understand and, and accept the power of God, the miracles will never make sense to you. The, the provision, you'll think it's just God providing for you, but there's more to it. And the children of Israel were having this issue. And let me, get, let me dive into that thought here from John chapter 8, beginning with verse 34. This is a harsh teaching, but Jesus is nailing their hearts with this issue. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. And I'm reading for NIV, and this is actually New Living. Oh, you know what? I, I do have New Living right here, so I'll just read New Living. Thanks, Mark. He says, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is, is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. Yes, I realize you are descendants of Abraham. And yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father. But you are following the advice of your father. Jesus is referring to the devil. And 
And Jesus is getting to the heart of the problem here. The Israelites thought, because they were an Israelite, and because I followed the law of Moses, that my life is fine. That I don't need anything else. I'm following the law of Moses. I'm a I'm an Israelite. I've been born into the right family. And now I have a place in God's prayer. I've earned it just by being born a Hebrew. Just by going through the emotions and looking through the laws and following the laws, I have earned my right to stand in God's presence. And Jesus was saying, no. The law was there to teach you. And the law was there while I had not yet, the law was important to follow, but the law was not the most important thing. You being born a Jew was, was a privilege and an honor. You being born from one of the tribes of Jacob is a great honor, but I want to tell you, that's not the most important birth. There's something more. There's something greater than you being born an Israelite. There's something more important than understanding the laws of Moses. Because Jesus said to them one day, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father except through me. And so Jesus was pointing out their problem. Their problem was is that they had put all of their chips into themselves, that they had put all of their value into what they were accomplishing, that they had decided that uh, that as long as I am doing my work, that I'm going to be a child of God. And Jesus said, no, no, you have sin in your heart. There is sin in your life. And the law will never remove the sin. And just because you're an Israelite doesn't mean your sin will be removed. My message, Jesus said, you have, you have no room for my message. And his message was this, that for God so loved the world that he, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. His message was, come unto me, all you who are weak, all you who are tired, and I will give you rest. His message was that I am the good shepherd and that there is an evil one out there and he seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you life. His message was, no one takes my life, but I lay down my life on my own accord. I lay down my life because I love my friends, because he loves you. The most important thing that we can understand today is that coming to church is great, but it's not the greatest. Being a good person is important, but it's not the most important thing you will do in a day. Having a Bible, is, that's, that, is, that is so key in your life, but there is something more important than just having a Bible. It's knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It is understanding that you are a sinner and that without Jesus, I am lost. I am confused. I am broken. I cannot fix myself. I cannot help myself. I will never be able to help myself. I can't go to church enough to fix myself. I can't read the Bible enough to fix myself. I need to come to I need to 
plant that seed. And so what has happened today, I believe, in our culture, American culture and religious culture, is we've gotten back to where the Israelites were at. We're back to thinking, if I just go to church, I'll be a good person. If I just sing their songs, man, God's got to accept me. If I just don't kill anybody, if I, if I don't commit a crime, if I, you know, I'm honest with my taxes, if I help people out, if I give in the offering, if I, if I give my tithe, boy, I've got to be lining up with what God wants for me. I'm doing all those things. I'm, I'm doing those right things. And Jesus is saying, no, those things are good, but those aren't, those will never save you. Those will never change you. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the only one that can save us. And when we understand that, we begin to understand the seed, and we begin to protect and cultivate the seed. And in just a moment here, invite the team to come back, because what I want you to see is the seed is the Word of God. The seed is the Word of God. And the Word of God is important. The Word of God is Jesus. Jesus said, I am the Word. He is the Word. And so this seed that we have is Jesus Christ. That's why we should hunger for Him more than anything else. That's why when people, when we lose money and and maybe we lose a job, we're not worried because we still have Jesus. When we get sick, we're still not worried because we still have Jesus. When things aren't going our way, we know we can still rejoice in the Lord always because we still have Jesus. It was never about the gold, and it was never about church, and it was never about following the rules, and it was never about having everything go right. It was always about having Jesus. He is the seed that I've always wanted, that I've always longed for, and as long as I have Jesus, then nothing else matters. That's the message he was proclaiming. That's the message. It's the message of having Jesus in your life. And there's nothing more significant. There's nothing more powerful than protecting that seed through praise and worship. That's why we worship him. That's why we praise him. That's why we can forget about our worries. We can forget about our concerns. We can sing songs with our heart. And as we do that, we're protecting the seed. Would you stand with me this morning? We're going to sing some more songs. We're going to worship Jesus. He's all that you need. If He's the seed, there's nothing else more important in your life than Jesus Christ. And we need to protect that seed. We need to value that seed. We need to cultivate that seed. And there's no better place than in, in, in this place and worshiping him through songs. Giving him the highest praise. Lord, we worship you this morning. Thank you, God, for opening our hearts and our eyes to understand there's something more important than money. There's something more important than a job title. There's something more important than always getting my way. There's something more important, Lord. And it's you. It's you, Jesus. We want to worship you this morning. We want to cultivate that seed that we've been given. There are other people who look at the seed and they throw it and they say, ah, it's not important. 
But this morning, I believe I'm with a group of people who understand the value of Jesus Christ, who understand the value of worshiping Him. Hallelujah.